Hey guys, I got a special deal for you, our listeners, from our new sponsor, Audible.com. That's right. If you go to audibletrial.com slash firmware update, you can get set up with a free 30-day trial of their service that'll give you a free audiobook. The best part of that, you can cancel at any time, including during that trial period, and keep that free book that you got. Doing so not only gets you a free audiobook, but it helps the show out tremendously. You can select any audiobook you want, including Ready Player One, a futuristic story on the possible future of VR, or Extra Lives, a piece on why video games are art and important to our daily lives. So go do it, audibletrial.com slash firmware update. Once again, the book is yours to keep or stay with Audible and keep getting books every single month. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash firmware update. So go get your free book. Blundered, am I right? Damn. More like squandered. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to a special review episode of the Firmware Update, where we look at Squandered. Where, uh, if you are on our Patreon... Maybe you should uh, use the actual name of the game. What, what did <laughs> I say? Squandered? Did I say squandered? <laughs> yeah, you should probably name, give the name of... Sundered. Sundered, yes. excuse me. We are reviewing Sundered. Where, if you're on our Patreon, uh, around the uh, 10... $5 tier, you would have heard uh, heard our Pass or Play episode where it ranked quite highly just from like uh, what we had seen so far, a Castle a Metroidvania-style game. Hey, who doesn't love one of those? Well, I guess that answers that question. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt very... I, I pre-ordered this. I thought, like, wow, this game looks really, really cool. And uh, there's no way it could miss. But uh, we'll get into how I felt it did. <laughs> but before we do that, as you heard at the start of the episode, we have a deal going on through Audible, which uh, we have been keeping track of the m- metrics. Uh, people are clicking on the link, which we, hey, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, however, we do, maybe we didn't explain it quite well enough up then, which is on us. But if you're looking to help out the show, a free way of doing that is clicking on our Audible link that's uh audibletrial.com slash firmware update. Now, you need to do more than just simply click on that link, which is also in most of the descriptors for our episodes. You have to go into there, start an account, preferably with like an email where you haven't already created an Audible Audible account, and uh, basically set it up, pick the free book, and then you can cancel at any time within 30 days, and we're good. This still doesn't cost you any money. Like, once you cancel the account, that's it. You're you're good. But uh, you need to do we, you need to do all that aside from just click on the link. So for those of you who have clicked on the link, thank you very much. For, but if you can, just do all of that, and it helps out the show tremendously. If you can, anyway, sundered. And Joe, did you get this game? Out of uh, no, I did not. Yeah. Ah, well, good on you then. So, <laughs> you know, the, the general consensus uh, for this game is that you are very much on the low end of, of how, how people feel about this game. Like, it's not I mean, reviewing, like, amazingly, but, you know, it's got a 79 on Metacritic, you know, a lot of 8s, a couple of 9s on there. Uh, and, and I don't know how, because uh, I've, checked, I've checked some of the reviews, and most of the people I follow, it usually f- falls between the 6 or 7 range out of 10. 
and everyone talks about how frustrating this uh, I- the issues that I'll be discussing are. But in the end, it feels like they kind of just want to really, really like this game, so it gets like a pass, which I, I absolutely cannot stand. <laughs> For anyone who knows me, you know, like you know, if there's a problem, you call it out. And mm. so let let's start with uh, the stuff I did like about it. Uh, number one, the animation style is actually really super terrific. Uh, it looks like a, it's not cell shade. It's more like an animated. It's hand drawn the entire way. But it's drawn in a style, like, I don't know if you ever saw the original, uh, the Hobbit cartoons from, like, back in the 80s, Joe? No. <sighs> or, or, okay, Dragon's Lair. You, you've, you've seen I've that? I've seen video. Dragon's Lair. Okay, so it's done in that kind of style, more like the Hobbit style. So it's like an older animation style that actually makes it look really, really super cool. Uh, the characters drawn in it are really cool, especially the enemies which oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the enemies in a second. And uh, everything looks, like, really interesting, including uh, the boss battles are actually... The bosses are quite the spectacle as they fill up, fill up the entire screen mm. to a point where you're kind of like this little fly that's attacking him. But, you know, the, they're a real huge and gigantic spectacle, and it's really, really impressive. Uh... I did like the level design in a little bit, even if it is kind of by the numbers, but I thought it was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, the thing with this game uh, is that there is essentially an algorithm to this game, and which will also leading us headway into the issues. But every time you die in this game, Joe, the map gets bigger slowly but surely. They add like an extra room to all the extra, to all the areas. <laughs> all right. And uh, that that leads to multiple problems. But uh, anyway, it is it is an interesting idea. Like you die and the level changes. You know that's not uh, it's not like that hasn't been done. Uh, there was an indie game not too long ago where I can't rem- I think it's Rogue Legacy. Was that the game where you die and the cast and you essentially are like the next in your line, but the castle is completely different every single time you go there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, God, I love that game. <laughs> that is a good game. You're like. Go check that out if you haven't. It's probably on sale somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, so that's an interesting idea on paper, just, like, adding uh, adding more and more to the game as you play. Hey, But, you know, each time you die. So the way it works is when you die, you go back to the very beginning, like literally where you start off on this whole quest to I'm not entirely sure what, what you're trying to do in this game. You're just trying to survive this, like, <laughs> hellscape that you're trapped in. And uh, when you come back, like all the experience points that you may have gotten, more on that later, uh, from beating other enemies, you can then spend on this skill tree, like this fairly big skill tree that can make uh, certain that can like give you more damage, more health, more to your shield, which can absorb certain amount of attacks, which is super necessary in this game, and uh, how better armor, as well as improving certain skills and whatnot. Then, after that, you go back into the world, wash, rinse, repeat, over and over until you beat the game. And this this sets us up for the problems here. Now, normally, when I go into the problems on one of these reviews, I do it in a top ten style, leading up to, like, the number one biggest problem of the game. Uh, however, I really can't really do that, that not for, for, for lack, lack of finding 10 problems, problems on this game. 
but the fact, but the fact that, that it feels like a good chunk of them are all linked to this one issue. So I'm actually going to start off with number one for this one. And that is how I feel that there is an artificial challenge to this game. Now, you, you like uh, Castlevania Symphony, Symphony of the Night, Joe, right? You mean the second best PlayStation game of all time? Yeah. yeah the, the game that invented the term Metroidvania? <laughs> yeah, that game. It did well, not, but all right. Okay, well, what created Metroidvania then? Super Metroid? Well, yeah, but how, how did the Vania <laughs> part get added to that? Uh, when Symphony of the Night copied Super Metroid? Yeah, so it did create that term. <laughs> so thank you very much for proving me right. <laughs> but yes, as granted, Metroid created the formula, but <laughs> the game created the term, as I said, Metroidvania. Cool. All right. Now, imagine you're playing a game of the second... Second best PlayStation game of all time. You're, you're going through a castle, and you enter the second room of the game. And all of a sudden, 15 Medusa heads from either side of the building, 15 zombies, and uh, maybe I don't know, putting in some living armors in there here and there. They're throwing axes all over the place. Like, bombard you all at once. You, you fight and fight and fight, and you finally kill everything. And you're like, whew, all right, now back to exploring this wonderfully designed castle. So you go into another room, and another 45 enemies then attack you. So you're like, F this. I'm gonna, I'm just going to move on. I'm, I don't have the time to, like, fight all these enemies. And you go into the next room. However, those axemen, those axemen that I was telling you about, they have the ability to just keep throwing their axes into the next room that you're in. And on top of that, all the enemies just follow you and by the way they move a lot faster than the game so (laughs) (laughs) and they just like relentlessly chase you until you have to kill them all and for every time you kill like six twelve more jump in there and this repeats throughout every room like this can range from like every couple of rooms to a room to even a few steps forward and one back how would you feel about symphony in the night at the end of the day after that joe (laughs) um good (laughs) that is this game in a nutshell as uh here's the thing they they do this artificial challenge which is essentially they just bombard you with enemies at all times and sometimes they're just like little things that just charge into you sometimes there are things that'll like jump up and then crash that creates a shock wave that can hurt you other times it can and be like enemies with laser guns and the laser guns can still track you as you go to different rooms <laughs> of the area that you are in. So you're never like running away only offers like maybe a temporary relief at best, but you're still going to be dealing with all these enemies and these enemies also oh, chase after you. By the way, here's a fun fact about this game and the fact that they love to load the screen with enemies. And uh, by the way, that the whole thing about for every six you kill, 12 more just randomly appear. That's absolutely true, too. It, here's another problem with this game, having so many things on the screen at the same time. You would think that since this is kind of the bread and butter of the game, that you know they would stabilize this game so it would work. No, the game actually buffers quite a bit to a point where they're like, it not only pauses the screen, but the action is still going during the pause. And there have been times where I suddenly find that I've lost a good chunk of life because the enemies were still attacking me while I couldn't move, see what I was doing. Uh, they do put a dodge roll in here. However, the dodge roll like literally launches you halfway across the screen every single time. <laughs> and the 
the room is always so full of enemies that chances are when you use it, though, you're just going to go into another batch of enemies that are immediately going to start attacking you when you roll over there. So it's it feels like not even worth it. On top of that, the combat, you would expect, like, with uh, so much emphasis on combat that they would do a lot with it. Not really. It's <laughs> you, <laughs> you have, like, the one combo that you can do by mashing the square button and a, a sweep and a uh, and like an upward strike that's really it that's right. it's just you mashing this relentlessly over and over and over again and with me it took away from the whole experience because part of a good metroidvania is exploring the area like Symphony of the Night, granted, they copied the Metroid formula, but that's, I feel like they took it to another level, which is one of the many, many reasons why it's sort of the standard for these games, where, you know, the castle had so much personality that you just wanted to see every nook and cranny of it. So it was really easy to 100% that thing, because you weren't in a rush to try to beat it. You you wanted to savor it. You wanted to see everything. Only a scrub, but only 100% Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Right, Malcolm, you should know. <laughs> I forgot they did that whole upside down as another. You know what I meant, God damn it! <laughs> kind of a half-ass baby playthrough are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Everyone knows the way you beat that game is just kill Richter and then go about your business. <laughs> Miss the entire 50% of the I wonder if there were people who were actually shocked to find out that, you know, like, well, hold on, there was another... oh man but in this game they just like bombard you with enemies so much that you you never want to like i didn't like being in that world i just wanted to like get to what i needed to do and just move on as quickly as possible it makes you it makes it really impossible to like enjoy it and savor it and which is a shame because like like I said, with the animation style and design, there was plenty of opportunity for that. But the, like, loads and loads of enemies and all the glitches, because not only does the game buffer Joe, it also crashes multiple times. <laughs> like, it crashed in, like, uh, I played this for a good day, and it crashed ten times. <laughs> Great. Some t- lot, most of the times where there was a lot of enemies on the screen, of course, but also when... Uh, Sometimes when I was just walking, it was just dead. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's great. That's great. Um, now, here's a pro- there's also another problem in this game that you may have heard about, too, in some of those reviews you, took, you, uh, you looked up. And it's a problem that I feel like we haven't really discussed in forever in games, and we kind of take for granted loading times. Now, here's the thing with the loading times, Joe. Now, this game is heavily emphasizes, oh, you're going to die. Hey, <laughs> not unlike a... Dark Souls type of thing. But say what you will about Dark Souls. When you die, it's relatively quick that you're back up and running again. What if I told you, Joe, it takes a good 90 seconds every time you die to start getting back up? Uh, I'd say that's not good. And and that is not me just being facetious. Like, I I actually timed it. It takes takes around around 90 seconds seconds every every single time. And the and loading, loading times, times are as such that it feels, it like, feels like it hasn't felt like since PS3 or even PS2 that I've seen this, but they've got the loading bar and it tells you you're at 13%, you're at 26%, you're at 48%. <laughs> it, w- it actually makes it worse now just to be watching that bar. <laughs> 
every single time. Now, I'm a huge level grinder, so you think it'd be up my alley, this whole grinding thing. And by that thing, let me just tell you that the enemies will shoot up in, uh, in strength pretty considerably when you come into a new area. To a point where you, you have pretty much no choice but to grind for a little bit. It, which normally would seem no problem. But here's the thing. You grind by collecting this uh, currency or these green orbs. Which can then be used as points towards leveling up your character in certain areas. Now here's the thing. Enemies don't drop this that often. You can usually find it by breaking vials or by finding these things called corrupt treasures and whatnot. Enemies can drop it from the time to time, so not often. So all those waves of enemies you're killing, you're not getting experience for all of them. You're maybe getting experience for a fourth of it. Ugh. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> and on top of that, those skill trees don't even, like, raise your strength up that considerably. You'll maybe get, like, a couple of points here and there. You'll get, like, a grand total of, like, maybe three points or so for spending, like, 400 points. Which, by the way, every time you increase, you buy one of those, the price for everything else goes up. So it's just grinding after grinding after grinding. It's almost agonizing. Doing the one thing you don't want to do because you're so sick of freaking enemies filling the room up every single time. (laughs) And on top of that, when you die, you have to wait a minute and a half before the game will be up and running. And I know a minute and a half doesn't seem like that much, but when all you're doing is staring at the screen, waiting for this bar to slowly fill up for this game to reload again. And there have been times where I've had heart attacks where the game has crashed at the loading bar. And I thought, oh my God, did I just lose all my progress? (laughs) (laughs) So, and I'm looking up here and seeing if I missed anything. Because I I just sort of went through quite a bit of stuff there. Uh, let's see. Power-ups are also pretty boring, too. Like, they're they're standard, I should say. Like, oh, you can't reach a, reach that ledge. What kind of power-up do you think you're going to get, Joe, that will help you reach that ledge? Let's see if you can call it. Uh, a grappling hook? Close. That's another good one. Double jump. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like the most notable thing is you get like this energy shield that you can build up on because you are going to get hit multiple times. So having that shield as powerful as it is, and thankfully it, they don't, you don't have to do anything tedious, like time the shield activation and time for the strike. It's just there. And when you get hit enough, it disappears and that's when your life bar gets hit. So you have to avoid enemies in time long enough for it to fill up and you're just like slashing and slashing and avoiding when you can and, for big strikes. Like, honestly, jumping works better for avoiding stuff than the roll does. <laughs> That's a little pro tip for anyone who wants to endure this. But, yeah, uh, that, it, it feels like a gigantic mess. Like, we need to make... It feels like they wanted to make this, like, a Souls version of a side-scrolling exploration game. And uh, I, I went on a rant on Dark Souls 2 about this. Even though I do enjoy that game, it felt like they were just throwing in enemies and a large amount of enemies in places just to make it challenging when, you know, in dark souls one and three, for that matter, they can accomplish the same thing by just making one really good enemy instead of just bombarding you. Like after playing this game, I never want to hear about how difficult souls is ever again. (laughs) As bad as it is, like imagine 
having to face 30 enemies at once in one of those games. Which can be can happen, but only if you're silly and you're just like running away and you just run through the levels to a point where thirty enemies are chasing you, and then you know what? I'll stand and take them all on. Like that. <laughs> you're being silly. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any questions uh, for me on my experience with this, Joe, at all? Or um, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing about this game? I really enjoy the animation style, and I really wish I had written down in the notes, like, this uh, studio has actually done a ton of stuff of uh, a a few other games with the same animation style. They they really seem to enjoy the Norse slash Viking look, as well as using this, everything they do is, like, completely hand-drawn. And I can see why people really want to like this game, because... The amount of detail they put in simply the animation style for this game is really, really impressive. And it's a shame that, you know, the game is like it is, which is the important part. But at the same, but I really do enjoy it. Oh, something I did miss. Uh, the, the whole bosses, and they went with these huge bosses, which are really, really interesting to look at. But it makes the fight kind of annoying because the screen is filling up to with their attacks and you take up maybe a one hundredth of the screen. So like keeping track of yourself and platforming. Oh yeah. There's platforming while you're fighting these bosses, and <laughs> dodging these screen wide attacks. It's like, it, it can get a little frustrating, it, but you know, the bosses are also really cool. That's another thing I liked, like the design of the enemies also, I thought were really, really cool. They felt like, uh, like I said, the Hobbit movies. They have a touch of the Wizard, not not the Fred Savage one. There was like, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> California. No, there's none of that in there. Uh, there was like a 1980s animated film called Wizard or something like that. That that was also really really good too. Like anything classic, any like more, the more adult, and I'm not talking that kind of adult i mean just like something aimed for an animated movie aimed at adults like that it had from the 80s it had that style and they do it wonderfully so i that's what i really enjoy from from this game cool <laughs> <laughs> um, so i mean what what modern metroidvania would you maybe recommend for people in instead um Going by just simply review, like I haven't played this game just because uh, I, I, from what I saw in the trailers, it looked like there was a lot of flashing, which is kind of an issue for me. <laughs> but uh, Axiom Verge looked really, really good. But uh, I, I know you would recommend it. I highly recommend that one. That's one of my favorite games of, uh, boy, what was that, 2014? Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it's not super recent, but if you're looking for something to wet your palate and you're not a politic, then absolutely go with it. Put that on the back of the box, box But actually, Bergs looks like it was super, super great. It's, it's like one of those games, games where I'm like, oh, fuck, I hate being epileptic. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got a flicker mode or whatever, I think, or whatever it's called. What, you can turn off the flashing? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, go play it. Wish you would have told me like this like three freaking years ago. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did, but all right. No, I'm telling you, even <laughs> I would remember something as, hey, they have a epilepsy switch on the game. <laughs> Put that on the back of the box, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, like, and I when uh, I ex- when I did the my whole time playing this game, I, I liked 
I was texting JoJo, we need to do a review right now. Because I, I, t- I was the one, I'll, I'll take the heat for this. I was the one who pushed for it to rank as highly as it did on our pa- first pass or play episode, and I felt really guilty for recommend, wanting to recommend <laughs> this game. And Joe's like, relax, Malcolm, relax. And so, so I apologize to all our listeners out there, especially James out there who probably heard the episode and for all I know may have bought the game based on this. So I apologize, man. And I apologize to you. I apologize to any of the listeners because I'm sure I, I mentioned being excited for Sundered and maybe people took that as like, oh, Malcolm knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so we all make mistakes, my friend. We all do. Uh, this one is a pass for me, and which is rare that we, we give out on the show, but, uh, unless it goes on super sale, like maybe five bucks or something like that, or even a play, PSN end game, one of those PlayStation plus freebies, like, I, I, I wouldn't bother with this game. Like this game just frustrated me to no end to a point, And you know what? Maybe this, this is the one good thing that the, this game did. On top of Joe's constant picking on me for taking forever to play this game. But I was so frustrated playing this game that I needed a palate cleanser. So I went and beat Wolfenstein. So Talking about time. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, this, this may, because of Sundered, this may be affecting our rankings for uh, pass or play in October, too. Because Joe was... You know, it, it's incredible how much Joe was holding back being right about Wolfenstein because, <laughs> you know, because he didn't want to give spoilers and stuff, but man, like there was some twists and turns in that. Well, yeah, okay. We're, we're going off topic, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Sundered, <laughs> Sundered. It's, it's not fun. Uh, I, I think they had an idea what they were going for, but they messed it up. I, this is not a good outing for them. Like I can honestly, I, honestly understand people who are giving this like the sevens or sixes because they want to like this game because there's some stuff here and the artwork is great the whole mythology about it there are multiple endings depending on whether you go through a good route because uh when you beat enemies you get or bosses you get a piece of their essence and you can either use those essences to power up slash morph your abilities to be evil abilities or you can just straight up destroy them, which does nothing for you, but you're, it's essentially the good path because you're taking out these demons. You're not re, not just absorbing their power. So there, there is like some interesting stuff in here deep down, but the core experience to go through that is just frustrating and not fun. So I would, I would give it a pass. Mm. Uh, anything else you wanted to ask me on this one, buddy? Uh, no, I think we covered it. <laughs> Folks, I am so sorry. (laughs) But folks, this has been a review episode for Sundered. Thanks so much for listening. If you like our show, you can find us on such apps as your podcast app on Apple, where you can give us a five-star review and something written that really helps out the show. You can also find us on such apps as Pocket Cast and Stitcher Radio if you have an Android device. You can also find us at our website, thefirmup.com where you can find every episode as it comes and straight up download it. You can also email us at mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's mailbag at thefirmup.com. And when we get some we get some emails, we'll do a mailbag episode. So write in anytime, and those will be saved up for our mailbag episode. You can 
also find us on Twitter at wants 23 for Joe at Ma- at PS Malk for me and at uh, the firm up for the show. Also, most important thing, our Patreon site, patreon.com slash the firm up. That's it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> patreon.com slash the firm up. Every little bit helps. $5 can get you bonus episodes such as pass or play and our commentary tracks if you don't, if you do $10 a month. Or we've done stuff such as the finals for Street Fighter V at Evo. We've done ones for trailers that that have come out as well, and we're always looking for new stuff to do, too. So, once again, patreon.com slash the firm up. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, nope. Negative. Alright. Folks, that does it for this episode. We'll see you next time. Patreon.com slash the firm up. Mm-hmm.